0: This episode is from our live show that we had on Wednesday night, February the 5th. Enjoy. The purpose Of the things of the kingdom that people can hear the gospel amen and we want to start our reading tonight I want to go right into the book of Exodus the book of Exodus and we'll start our reading in chapter 32 Uh, chapter 32 of the book of Exodus amen Uh, and I want to start right here in verse number one and the Bible says and when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down out of the mount the people gathered themselves together unto Aaron and said unto, unto him, Up, make us gods, which shall go before us. For as for this Moses, the man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we would not what is become of him. And Aaron said unto them, Break off the golden earrings, which are in the ears of your wives, of your sons, and of your daughters, and bring them unto me. And all the people break off the golden earrings, which were in their ears, and brought them unto Aaron. And he received them at their hand and fastened it with a graven tool as he had made it a molten calf. And they said, These be thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And when Aaron saw it, he built an altar before it. And in proclamation, and said, Tomorrow is a feast to the Lord. And they rose up early on the morrow and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings. And the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go, get thee down, for that people which thou broughtest out of the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. They have turned aside quickly out of the way which I commanded them. They have made them a molten calf, and I worship it, and I've sacrificed them too, and said, These be thy gods, O Israel, which I brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. And the Lord said unto Moses, I've seen this people, and behold, it is a stiff necked people. Now therefore, let me alone that my wrath may wax hot against them, and that I may consume them, and I will make up thee a great nation. And this next text is going to be very interesting in verse eleven. And the Bible says, And Moses besought the Lord his God, and said, Lord, why doth thy wrath wax hot against thy people, without thou hast brought forth out of the land of Egypt with great power and with my- a mighty hand Wherefore, should the Egyptians speak and say for mischief did he bring them out to slay them in the mountains and to consume them from the face of the earth, turn from thy fierce wrath, and repent of this evil against thy people? Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, thy servants, to whom thou swearest by thine own self, and says unto them, I will multiply your seed of the stars of heaven, and all this land that I have spoken of, will I give unto your seed, and they shall inherit it. Forever, and verse fourteen. Uh, as we wrap up and we get ready to go to the next section, it says, "And the Lord repented of the evil which he thought to do unto his people." May the church say, "Amen." amen. Let us pray. Father, open up my understanding and the understanding of the people tonight, that they receive this word in its entirety. That it be a blessing to the hearers, the listeners tonight. That God, they be able to see more and more the purpose, God shed your light tonight keep it humble before you that you get the glory and honor in Yeshua's name Jesus name we pray amen one thing I want you to see in the text is uh quickly uh you uh, we're drawn to the fact that uh Moses is uh having communion with God uh one if you go to verse uh, chapter 31 is too much to read uh, uh God is given Moses people and giving them particular gifts to help him in the process or the protocol of dealing with the things of the temple, uh, the things of the tabernacle rather, and uh, what should go inside the temple and how to develop you know, certain things for the Sabbath and so forth. So he's setting up order and structure and he's uh, uh, giving people to help him in the process because one thing about it, Moses can't do everything. Uh, as a matter of fact, one of the people that was supposed to be there to help Moses as a leader was Aaron and as you see when Moses was out of the way and or had been gone for a period of time the people immediately forgot their reasoning for being uh, uh, you know delivered from out of the land of Egypt they quickly began to give credit to false gods now remember when they first came out of Egypt there was a mixture of people that went with them. Not only were the Hebrews, but there were also Egyptians that left as well. And there's a scripture that talks about that. So if that be the case, then that means there were people from out of Egypt that knew how to properly present the various ideas of idol worship, of that type of idol worship. And we know that the Egyptians had uh, some understanding of false gods, Uh, the Hebrews themselves, has not had not necessarily been introduced to any uh, other outside gods besides other gods. Maybe in uh, relativeness to Abraham, remember Abraham was called out. Uh, I think it was Genesis 12. Uh, God called them out of his father's house, but his father, his parents, uh, the whole family was into idol worship. They worship idols. They worship little things made with their hands, and he called them out. So idol worship was prevalent in the land. People worship themselves they worship idols matter of fact the Egyptians worship themselves uh, Pharaoh's worshiped themselves they called themselves gods uh, so the idea is not just that it was just in the, the system of the uh, Pharaohs or the Egyptians but it was all across the land so God was trying to set a difference a uh, different tone rather uh, that the people God can be a uh, uh, separate from the people of the land. He was showing them how to, uh, present themselves to him. He was showing them how to worship him properly. He was showing them that the way that they should worship him would be totally different from how the pagans or people who didn't know God should worship. And that's why all of the things you see, uh, from Exodus, uh, 20, if you go to 20, you're going to, uh, uh, let's spend some time right there. Go to Exodus chapter 20. And we'll come back. Uh, you notice in Exodus 20, it, the Bible says, uh, and this is still this is a period of time uh, that Moses uh, spent some time on the Mount. Amen. Uh, matter of fact, in, in Exodus chapter 19, it says in uh, verse, number tw- v- verse 20, it says, And the Lord came down upon Mount Sinai on the top of the Mount. The Lord called Moses up to the top of the Mount, and Moses went up. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go down, charge the people, lest they break through unto the Lord to gaze, and many of them perish. And then chapter 20, uh, Exodus chapter 20 starts in verse 1 and states, And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which I brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. So he goes on, and if you continue to read, and I won't read all of this, uh, he uh, gives him a structured list uh, and the things that God did not want uh, them to do. Uh, In the same way, there were uh, uh, parts of the, the commandments that dealt with their relationship with God. And then there's another part of the commandments that dealt with the relationship with other people. Amen. Matter of fact, if you kept reading it, you're going to notice that thou shalt not take the, Lord, the name of the Lord thy God in vain. That's verse 7. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shall thou labor and do all thy work. But, uh, but the seventh day is a Sabbath for the Lord thy God. And in it, thou shalt not do any work, thou nor that son, nor that daughter, that manservant, nor that maidservant, nor that cattle, nor that stranger, that it was in that gate. Uh, for in six days the Lord made heaven and earth. Y'all see that? So that's talking about how we should reverence God and him uh, uh, in our relationship with him. But when you get. To verse twelve, it talks about how we should also reverence, or rather, not like reverencing the same as God, but having a respect for the people uh, that is uh, that's in our company that we come in contact with, even our parents. It says in verse number twelve, honor thy father and mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Thou should not kill. Thou should not commit adultery. Thou should not steal. Thou should not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Thou should not cover thy neighbor's house. Thou should not cover thy neighbor. Na- y'all see what I'm saying? So that part is talking about our relationship with one another. Praise God. And and a lot of people say, well, a lot a lot of these commandments have have are uh, antiquated. They uh, God is not uh, requiring us to to really live uh, according to. Uh, these particular scriptures—that was Old Testament. But r- believe it or not, really, uh, the same these these same uh, scriptures even would have dealt with the Sabbath. And I won't stay there long. Uh, we need to have a day that we arrest. We need to have a day that we are set aside for the things of God. Amen. We need to have a day, uh, not, not that we can just, I know that many folks we called in tonight and we're listening by by uh, podcast, and, and that's a great thing. That's a wonderful thing. This is a tool and a resource we, that God has given us to be able to connect with people. But ultimately, this connection should move. Uh, those who listen, all of you who listen on the line to connect with us, whether it be by being a covenant partner, whether it be by your, your travel, coming to an event in Jacksonville or wherever we may be to support us uh, uh, or whether, whether you in Jacksonville and you come to the house of God. We're on three sides of town. Uh, and we we should be close to somebody that you can come and experience God, experience the Word of God, experience the worship, experience fellowship uh, in in the, in the in the temple. Amen. Somebody, praise this Holy Name. And 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 in that case, uh, we'll be able to uh, find that time to give our, our time of rest and have a time to worship in the midst of the congregation. And we would appropriately, Amen. Uh, and it also talks about giving, and also talks about. The offering and all, all that's right here in the text. Uh, if you even look in the book of Exodus and you go you keep reading, and, and I want y'all to spend time in that. And if you read through this whole these chapters and get all the way up to uh Exodus, uh where we are in Exodus chapter 31 and 32, you're gonna and then even in the book of Leviticus, you're gonna find God make Given the children of Israel's rules and uh, and certain regulations and certain details and certain things that they need to do to sanctify themselves and certain uh, uh, people they shouldn't deal with and uh, how, they, how they should handle their wives. And, and you know, and they, even when they talk about slaves and masters, I mean, you know, we can we can get uh, political with that. But really, uh, we we have supervisors and managers and, you know, in, in some cases uh, we're given as servants to them every single day. Monday through Friday. We, we are servant to our, our masters. Amen. We have to do what they tell us to do so we can get a check. Praise God. Amen. Uh, people don't want to realize that, but we're in America, so the terminology is a little bit different. But in other countries, the, the, word, the word phrases are, are a, a lot different from how we view it here today. Amen. But in the same context, people don't see it like that. They just say, well, I got to go to work. I got to be there Monday, Tuesday. I got to get that check. But then when it comes to a day of Sabbath and a day of rest, it's not just uh, saying that we can get to God by ourselves, but we need our body to rest. We need our mind to rest. Uh, you know, we've been giving all our energy to the man. We've been giving all our energy to family. We've been giving all our energy to the supervisor and the job and and getting production out and trying to make that money. But now it's time to get back to God, Amen. Now it's time to give not only our resource and our first fruits, but our mind and our spirit and our worship and our praise. Come on, neighbor, Amen. and give it back to God. And, and God has given us a day that we can do that to, to have a celebratory day. We like to, you know, many of us like to celebrate on our own and celebrate after work and, and folk ride around with 12 packs of beer in, in the trunk of their car after they get off work on Friday, Friday evenings. Amen. People know how to celebrate. Come Amen. on, neighbor. but we're talking about. Taking the time one day out the week, if, if, uh, if Lord willing, that we be able to celebrate our God mm-hmm. for the things He's done. He woke us up with our crazy self. He gave us strength mm-hmm. in our bodies. Come on, baby. He, you know, we still got up moving our arms. We still able to walk and and feed ourselves. Man, you know, uh, only a fool would think it's something wrong with going to the house of God. Mm-hmm don't make sense but you know i'm just i'm just saying i'm just i'm just mm-hmm. talking tonight praise god so so we need to give back we need to be respectful to the things of god so he can continue to bless us and he can give us overflow and he can favor us on a regular basis and many of y'all doing that tonight you you set aside your time tonight and god's gonna bless you for doing that as well on tonight amen but i want you to see something because there's a lot of things that, that go on throughout. Uh, the, the course of the day when we deal with people prophesying, or I would say prophet lying, and there's a lot of uh, spiritual jargon or spiritual conversations or high-profile preachers out there. It's grabbing the attention of a lot of people, but it's really not solid teaching. Uh, so what I mean by that is if you look at uh, the instruction that God gave Moses, also find if you go to De- Deuteronomy chapter 18, Amen. Uh, some of the similar things we see today in our uh, sitcoms and our uh, 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 sit night sit night shows, Amen. Uh, you know, late night and all that kind of stuff. It's some of the same things. Go to De- Deuteronomy chapter eighteen. Watch what it says right here. He uh, says, uh, verse nine. He said, "When thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou should not learn to do after the abominations of those nations." Y'all see, God was always trying to set them apart. Verse 10 says, Thou shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, or the use of divination, or the observer of times, or an enchantment, or a witch. Uh, or a charmer or a consultant with familiar spirits or a wizard or a, a necromancer uh, So in other words, uh, you know when people talking about reading palms uh, Some of y'all, y'all y'all bear with me, but I'm just giving you scripture so we, many of us we want to be blessed, right? We want to be able to see a uh, God move in our life and give us increase open doors for us but, Well, you got to break off from that everyday or that daily astrologer app. Come on neighbor That's some, sometimes speaking into your life Amen, uh, and and uh, try to uh, uh, revert uh, folks to uh, try to tell the times and, and to seasons and all those types of things uh, uh, in in, a, in a, a different spiritual or getting a spiritual um, uh, understanding without the, uh, the the presence of God or the Word of God. Amen. Uh, and you have that uh, uh, type of, you know, information is coming out. And when we talk about wizards, you know, we've got the Harry Potter systems and all that kind of stuff being portrayed. Uh, and, and, you, and you have to be careful about those things. So when you look at the, or a charmer or a consultant with familiar spirits or with or a necromancer, all that they do these things on abomination to the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord that God doth drive out from before thee. Amen. And then it says, Um, thou shalt be perfect within the Lord thy God, for these nations which thou shalt possess, hearken to the zerve of times and unto that the diviners. But as for thee, the Lord thy God hath not suffered thee so to do. Amen. Uh now also I want to there's a uh I got a question in the in the system and I can answer that real briefly because we are talking about the Old Testament, the Torah, and uh, the question is: and and uh, will Muslims go to heaven because they don't take Jesus as a savior? Uh, well, one thing you want to uh, understand about that: first of all, the the word Jesus itself, when we say Jesus, uh, it, it's it's a, 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 a it's a European connotation or given through the. Um, the Catholic Church translation, uh, translation, the, the the true name of Christ, uh, the Hebrew form is actually Yeshua. All right, so Yeshua, and when you follow that through the Hebrew term terminology, you're gonna find out that there's a lot of people uh, that's in the, that's in the Word of God, the Bible. So, because a lot of people try to go outside of the Bible and find, but there's a whole lot of uh, information about various ethnic groups right here in the text. You're gonna find that there's people into these same countries that we as america are trying to attack and trying to push off of just look at the ethnic uh the, the tribal roots and where they come from then you try to see why america is attacking these people so much so to answer your question uh do will muslims uh you know make it to heaven uh well, muslims think totally different uh they, many of them believe that when they go to heaven they're gonna have they're gonna get virgins and you know they're gonna uh, according to uh, uh, their, their, their thought of Islam. And then when you say Muslim, there's different types of Muslims, uh, believe it or not, you know, uh, the following of Islam, you have uh, the uh, Shiites, you have some Muslims that's more strict into their belief systems. You have uh, the nation of Islam, this, which is an offshoot that they think they say that they are also in the Muslim family you have uh, so when we talk about and many of them they recognize Jesus you know as a prophet we're gonna talk about the prophet thing in just a moment they recognize Yahshua uh, as a, uh, a prevalent figure but they don't think that he is uh, a Savior uh, but here's the thing about that in the same Torah you find in the text that in the same uh, Torah that they say they believe in it tells you about the sacrifice it tells you also about a lamb being sacrificed from genesis then we deal with revelation it, it talks about uh, the same uh, when we talk about the tribe of judah and those things that said there and i mentioned this i told this last week about it, uh, him being a, a lamb it's going uh, uh, a a symbolization of a lamb is a humble animal right but then also talking about the line of the tribe of judah Right. So uh, when he came into the earth, he he was a sacrifice representation as a lamb. But then guess what? He's not coming back as a lamb anymore. Uh, Even though the metaphor shows us a lamb, he's coming back as what? As a ruler, as Zechariah chapter 14. You can read that in your text and also spend some time also in Revelation. Uh, But then uh, when we uh, consider uh, uh, Muslims, there's a whole lot of uh, Muslims today. Who are converting to uh I I don't want to use the term Christianity because so many people use that loosely. When you say Christian, everybody Christian now, you know, uh everybody say they we'll say followers of Christ. (laughs) Amen. We'll say followers of Christ. So uh for them to make it into the kingdom of God, they need to they need to recognize the Son. Uh, and, uh, and, and let me, as a matter of fact, tonight's message is going to go right into this area. So hang with, hang with me and I guarantee we're going to answer that even a little bit further as well about, uh, where they make it to heaven. All right. So hang in there with me. So now in De- Deuteronomy chapter 18, I want you to see this, uh, because, uh, if, if it is the case when we, we look at, uh people going after familiar spirits and people believing in wizardry and uh, warlocks and witches and all that kind of stuff. There's a whole lot of that going on today. Then God uh, gives us an example of, of what is authentic and what is what is wicked. And because, because he says it right here in verse number 14, he said, For these nations which thou shalt possess hearken unto observers of times and unto diviners, he said, this is what they do, but it's for thee or you, the Lord that God have not suffered thee, so to do. The Lord that God will raise up unto thee a prophet from the midst of thee, uh, thy brethren like unto me, unto him ye shall ye shall hearken. So he said, "There's going to be another prophet God's going to raise up just like me. This is what Moses is saying, right? And uh, who is that prophet? Now, a lot of people try to say that that's Muhammad. That's what some people say but uh, there's no scriptural reference or backing, uh that relates to Muhammad there's there's nowhere in the text even when they look at the Quran it, it does not give a reference that they're talking about he's talking about Muhammad there's no clarity clarity reference because uh, you got a whole lot of uh, New Testament scripture you got a whole lot of scripture that in the in the Torah that, that leads to Yahshua it's uh, so we look at 16 it says according to all that thou desires of the Lord thy God and her in the day of the assembly, saying, Let me not hear again the voice of the Lord, that God neither let me see this great fire anymore, that I die not. And the Lord said unto me, They have well spoken that which they have spoken. I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren, like unto thee, and I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him. So, uh, and, and now here's there's two things you want to look at. This particular prophet that he's going to raise up. And then also the prophecy of today, contemporary times and the prophecy of old. Look at verse 19, because reading it in context, keep it in context. Because what time, what time and era are we talking about? We, we're talking about the days when uh, Moses is speaking to the people. So let's, let's let's stay in that context of scripture. So in verse 19, he says, and it shall come to pass that whosoever will not hearken to um, my words, which he shall speak in my name, I will require of him. But the prophet which shall presume to speak a word in my name, which I am not commanded him to speak, or that shall speak in the name of other gods, even that prophet shall die. Now, now, how do we know that people that's uh, claiming to be a prophet is a prophet? How do we know that? What is the if a person just write write um, say they saw an angel, or if a person say that they were sitting up in their room, or just like the uh, the false prophet Joseph Smith walking through the woods and said uh, he tried to, he tried to recreate a whole nother system, fought after the system of Moses. Basically, that's what they tried to do in the Church of the Latter Day Saints. It's a whole nother system, but 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 uh, why would you need another system like that uh, to uh, Try to predate, or to try to uh, erase, or to take over, or to uh, exchange what's already been given and that didn't need to be fixed. Amen. Why would you try to bring about uh, you know, somebody trying to hold on to the, the same type of statutes and hold on to the same type of rituals when if if Yahshua came to to die, and and they and they recognize that. Him uh, being uh, that that particular Lamb of God, right? That John even talked about, and why then why would they try to reverse it all over again? Because there's certain people in the Bible that the whole idea is to try to erase a whole culture, a whole tribe of people, so that so that they can reinvent the way or or system. To uh uh because remember back then, and I just want to pause right here and say this real quickly, uh, during that time, you look at the 1930s and 1920s and even the 1870s, uh, you know, they, they didn't believe, they thought that everybody in the Bible was was uh from European descent. Mm-hmm. And and that's the way they pitched it, because that's that's the, the the Jesus that they put on the front of the Bible. Uh, you know, our grandmamas had that, our great-grandmamas had that same Bible with a European Jesus on the front of the Bible. So uh, and the folks didn't try to, try to change it because people were preaching ignorantly, uh, you know, they were dancing and shouting and in, uh, in, in the houses of the slave masters, it, ignorantly, but it didn't it didn't truly investigate the scriptures. Mm-hmm. Amen. So uh, in, in the text, you, you're going to find that uh, the, the Bible itself is not only full of culture, but it's full of uh, uh, how God used. Uh, uh, basically, he's going to be using every ethnic group in the world. To bring about His purpose, Amen. So, uh, and then a quick question I want to ask y'all. I'm pitch this back to Uh, y'all. Y'all know I got to get y'all to engage. Then here's the thing: if uh, the the scripture, even Isaiah, uh, and then uh, I think also in the book of Ezekiel, it it says that He's going to bring back His people. uh, You know, and He talks about the Egyptian Egyptians being His people, uh, uh, the Syrians being His His handiwork and and Israel being his inheritance all right then uh and he's talking about bringing them back to the promised land because they were scattered then who are the people who are the jews that's in israel right now Mm. amen if 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 he's gonna bring them back from the four corners of the earth then who's inhabiting uh who's inhabiting amen praise god that area right now all right so I'll I let y'all kind of y'all kind of uh do some some study on that so watch watch here so he says in verse 21 and if thou saying thine heart how shall we know the word which the lord hath not spoken they're answering the question right here so we don't have to go and find four and five other books to try to figure it out who is a real prophet who is a real prophet who how do we know that Uh, This person is a real prophet. He said it right here in verse 22. When a prophet speaketh in the name of the Lord, if the thing follow not, nor come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord have not spoken, but that prophet has spoken it presumptuously, that should not be afraid of him. Simple, plain, to the point. That's how you know if it's a real prophet, because prophecy is foretelling or, or to foresee. To some degree, uh, prophecy also was uh, dealing with how they governed and they were uh, inst- instructed by God to lead the kings and lead even queens uh, back to to God. It, it was never a uh, a sense of trying to lift themselves up uh, to be a God or to be some person uh, that is uh, so communicated with God, but it leaves out the whole details of history. Mm-hmm. amen uh the the, the you know because if uh god if a person is speaking for god or speaking from the oracles of god then there should be some uh relativeness of how they they like flow through the history of script that's why people are trying to fudge certain people they trying to mash them into the scriptures when it when it is there's no relative points about them in the scripture mm-hmm. so you can't make a person be uh a prophet and just throw them in the scripture and just because a book there are books out there that, you know, they got to look at the authenticity mm-hmm. of a book. Amen. Is it is it God inspired? Mm-hmm. Amen. Because people have been writing books a long time. Mm-hmm. Amen. And people feel like God talking to them. They just start writing stuff. Mm-hmm. Amen. And it'd be the straight, it'd be the straight devil talking to them or, or talking through them. Praise God. Uh Well, let's, let's look at it. Let's look at it from this point of view, because, and then you have to understand because, and why did I say that? Because, uh, uh there's there's gonna come a time that you have to be able to hear the hear the voice of god and and, and li- line it up with scripture because even the things uh that and sometimes people can pray for things we can want things uh so bad or we can want people so bad or want things to happen in our life so bad that when it show up we're gonna say that it's god mm-hmm. and that's what's going on today people will create a a, a system of things that they want to happen so bad and, and they will make it be God. So uh, there's one, uh, there's one place. So let's listen, let's put it in its right framework. So you can all write this, write these um, scriptures down. So uh, in the Old Testament, in the Torah, Moses tells the people, if they was to ask the question, how do we know that a real property? Say if, the, if, if they speak in the name of the Lord, y'all see that right there. If they speak in the name of the Lord and and that thing come to pass then you better fear that prophet but if they're speaking in the name of the lord and that thing don't come to pass then you don't have to fear them right now here's another thing you got to gauge now once you see this as well because you're going to have things come to pass from false prophets but you got you to be to understand and know the scripture because just because it come to pass you gotta you gotta you gotta also uh evaluate are they speaking in the name of the right god Let's go to second Thessalonians chapter two and you're going to see it right here, uh, uh, in, in the scripture. Amen. It says right here, It say um, verse, ver- let's go to verse one. Second Thessalonians chapter two, verse one, it say, now we beseech you brethren by the coming of our Lord, Yahshua or Jesus Christ. And by, by our gathering together unto him that you be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word nor by letter as from us as that as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means for that day should not come except that there come a falling away first and that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition. So it's saying don't be fooled. Don't be deceived. Uh, you don't get caught up in the foolishness of the world uh, thinking that that is not coming just because it is things seem to be delayed it's, God's coming is not denied. It, it, he will come. Praise God. Amen. And because remember, we just read that, and I'm a pause and I come back. We just read it in the text. When Moses was up on the mountain. What did the people do? Mm-hmm. Uh, they they soon forgot. They soon they the first thing they said, man, make us a god. You know, create our own system of what we think a god is. Matter of fact, Aaron, you do just fine. You just and Aaron was he was he was. He, what you don't want to do is follow pastors and priests or 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 people claiming to be. Uh, apostles and some or whatnot that they, they let you do everything you want to do. hey man One one quick way you know that you're dealing with a false prophet and you're dealing with false teachers and people who are not truly called by God. Uh and then people can make mistakes, but what you know when people they they get getting high with you, they drinking with you, they fornicate with you and they and then the next day time are talking about God speaking through them too. The devil is a liar. <laughs> Come on now. <nigga>. Amen. <laughs> <Hey>, <laughs> You know, you got to be to know the difference between error and mm-hmm. falsehood and, and truth. Mm-hmm. Amen. And then something just ain't right. Yeah. Man, you don't have to be full of the Holy Spirit to know that something just ain't right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Praise God. I mean, it don't take a rocket scientist to figure some stuff out. Amen. Just, sometimes people just want to be led astray. Mm-hmm. But when you look at uh, the text, he said it right here. That son of perdition, you know, the Antichrist, uh, he coming. And it said in verse four, this per this particular person who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or mm-hmm. that is worshiped so that he as God sit up in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. That's getting ready to happen. Uh, its all the stages have been set up through our president, through some of the leaders uh, in Israel and some of the leaders in various countries and and uh Ukraine and um. And Russia, yeah. they're setting the stage that the plague that's taking uh, place in Hong Kong, or rather China, that plague that's uh, killing all these people. All the things are, are are coming of age, are taking its place because they're going to come a time that people won't be able to eat. Uh, or, or uh, sell anything or uh you know it'll be in control of the market you have to get the mark of the peace mm-hmm. so so people that don't know christ the first thing they're gonna do they're trying to they're always trying to save themselves so what uh, you know they, they they're gonna be easy it, it it it's not um it's not puzzling to me to think that uh for fleshly and kind people they're gonna they're gonna automatically go to where the, the corner of, of of the antichrist mm-hmm. because they don't they, they don't know how to stand their faith they don't want to in their faith. They don't want to go through the process of waiting or trusting. Or, or so those are the people that's gonna easily get the mark of the beast so they can get something to eat, or to, so they can make sure that they, you know, and um and, and that's what's coming in the end times. And mm-hmm. I can see it happening because of the plagues and all this kind of stuff. Um uh we in Second Thessalonians, uh Second Thessalonians chapter two. Uh Second Thessalonians chapter two. And then and then it says in verse five, look here, it says verse five. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. And now, you know, what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time for the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now let up will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth. And shall destroy with the brightness of its coming remember we, we talked about when christ come with the saints i've read it in revelation uh and where we're gonna rule with him in the earth we're gonna he's gonna rule we're gonna rule for a period of time but and that's when they we deal with the uh in the valley um in the valley of jehoshaphat when the battle would take place when they said the lord uh, our Lord will uh, place His feet on Mount Olives, the Mount uh, Olives, Amen, and and He's gonna establish back the things that Adam should establish, Amen. Whatever Adam lost, He's gonna establish that thing. But He's gonna fight against the, the wickedness of the it's in the earth, Amen. And That's what it's saying right here, and verse eight, and then shall that wicked be revealed from the Lord shall consume with the spirit of His mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of His coming. Even him who's coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. Now, now, now remember, we just read in uh, Deuteronomy the to know the difference of a false prophet and a, a true prophet. Right. Uh, you know, if that thing don't come to pass and it's speaking in the name of the Lord. Now, look at it. Look at it right here. Here it is. We know that this particular uh, Antichrist is a false prophet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We know that he's he's uh, of Satan. But check it out, y'all. Signs and wonders are following him. Mm-hmm. So the things that he says is going to come to pass. But what's the difference? The difference is he's saying it up under the name of Satan. Mm-hmm. Come on. name. So even though it could pass. That's why I said people, a person when you're born again, uh, the spirit of the living God in you, you'll be able to recognize the difference of the two. That's right. Amen. But the people of the world, they won't be to know. All they're looking for is signs and wonders, mm-hmm. and, and he says he's going to come. Even him, who who's coming, is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceiverness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of tr- a love of the truth that they might save. Y'all see that right there? Mm-hmm. It said that God going to give them folks over to this lying demon, mm-hmm. because why? They rejected the truth. Amen. It says in verse eleven, and for this cause God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. Come on, y'all, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but have pleasure in unrighteousness. Mm-hmm. Amen. Y'all see that? So, so uh, in verse thirteen, let's read this, and we're gonna go to one more place. He said, "But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you." brother and beloved of the Lord, because God had from the beginning, chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth. Those are key things. You got to understand you as a believer, you, when you believe or you through faith and you believed in God, uh, uh, through the sanctification of, of the spirit of the living God. And because you, you believed it was true, uh, you were sealed. Now to answer the, the question before about does the, um, Ah, uh, will the Muslims uh, make it into heaven? Well, go. Let's go to John eight, and this is where we also going to close. Let's go to John, John chapter eight, and John chapter, chapter eight. It, this is a very interesting script. Uh, chapter, uh, uh, Amen. This is a very interesting chapter. It's, there's a lot of dialogue in this chapter. And I want you to see something um in here uh, real quickly. I don't mean to take so long, but i want to I want to answer your questions, and I want to give you some some detail of scripture. Now remember John eight deals with the woman that was caught in adultery. y'all remember that? Uh, it, but they brought this woman to Jesus uh, when he was teaching. I think that's in John eight, is it? Yeah, that's in John eight, because uh, it, it said right here in verse four. It says, they say unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. Now Moses and the law, see how they went to Moses? Now Moses and the law commanded us that such should be stoned, but what sayest thou? This they said, tempted him, that they might have to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote in the ground, and as though he heard them not. So when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto unto them, He that is without sin among you, and first cast a stone at her. And again, he stooped down and rolled on the ground. And the Bible says that they began to do what they were convicted from the oldest to the youngest. And they left out. They dropped their stones and they left. And then he said to the woman, verse 10, when Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, woman, where are those dying accusers? Have no man condemned thee. She said, no, no man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Now, Now, I want to. Uh, this is a two part answer to one question uh, again. I'm gonna say it, this is a two part answer to one question. Uh, first of all, when we deal with people who are lost, uh, we got to draw them with compassion, not judgment. We got to draw them with compassion, not judgment. Uh, and one of the things that, uh, Jesus did for this woman, he raised a question to, the people, he didn't even really condemn them. He just asked them a question. He the question he asked, yeah, or, or he, or the statement he gave in verse seven was, he did this without seeing among you, let him first cast a stone at her. Y'all see that? They were convicted themselves. Praise God. Amen. So they was already convicted. So they didn't stone her, even though the, yes, Moses' law did say that uh they were supposed to, to stone a woman caught in adultery. But but then where where was the man right and and it's amazing there's there's a person teaching on this earlier today I think on the radio and and God had already gave me this in my spirit earlier this morning <laughs> I said confirmation uh, praise God for the same chapter but but the, the thing I want you to see is the fact that uh there, there has to be space for grace right there has to be a space for grace that we can minister Christ to people and there's a there's a a, a place for, that uh God will minister to people to their hearts, sometimes even without a human being present. God can convict the heart of an individual uh through coming through uh through media, uh through an environment through the environment, through uh because uh, I say that to say this uh because we as a we how many of y'all on the phone line tonight uh it's like pulling deep some time for us to witness to people we, we're afraid to death to tell somebody about yahshua about jesus amen we, we're afraid to death to tell people about our testimony i mean uh you know when's the last time you brought somebody to church you, you see what i'm saying so if we're waiting on people to tell somebody about the things of the kingdom and about god there's a whole lot of people who are not going to get saved amen but what what happened in uh the, some of these four countries uh it, it's it's uh testimonies has been given that muslims and and people that's in uh false in these particular types of faith they the lord came to them in a vision uh the lord came to them in their dreams and these people got convicted woke up and received christ in their life amen they received the lord in their life praise god so so my point and reason is um you know even with the the people that uh some of the they say it was muslims but it was really different groups of people that beheaded those people who were followers of christ in some areas uh they they, they showed love to them in other words they were singing psalms while it was it was getting ready to kill amen uh they weren't cussing them out condemning them or whatever but but they were singing so my point is i'm trying to i'm trying to answer one question with with two uh, point of, of reference. So the first point I'm making is, uh, you know, grace. You know, uh, this God has given us. Uh, he, he, he draw us. He said, "By loving kindness, have I draw, drew thee?" Is that right? Uh, he draws us by loving kindness. So it's it's not always he's trying to draw us. He's not trying to draw us to kill us. I mean, what Moses said, God gave Moses the opportunity to, uh, you know, to to speak out or pray for the people. Amen. When uh, the, he came down and the people were showing their nakedness, they beginning to have parties and orgies and everything else. When he came down off the mount, and 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 the Lord said, "Move out the way, let me destroy them. I'm gonna destroy them, and I'm gonna use you and start a whole new nation." Moses. And then Moses said, what? No, Lord. This, he said, "No, Lord, don't do this thing. This ain't this ain't this ain't good to do that, Lord." God already knew Moses was going to respond that way because he had that tower. Amen. Uh, God already knew that Moses was going to be. Uh, basically, interceding for the people, praise God, and and we as people, God, are uh, in some cases we're like intercessors for people. Amen. We're like intercessors. We're not we're not Yeshua, we're not Jesus, but we should be intercessors, not necessarily uh, condemn us praise God so so that's one point we got to see the grace that God has given to us so we can have a grace of them and, and, and that and that it sometimes draws them now the, the next thing I want you to see in this will answer that question right here uh, it says in verse number 13 uh, let's go to verse 12 this, this is a good scripture and then spake Jesus again unto them saying I'm the light of the world he that followeth me shall not walk in darkness but shall have the light of life the Pharisees therefore said unto him thou bearest record of thyself thy record is not true Jesus answered and said unto them, Though I have a record of myself, my record, uh, my record is true, for I know whence I came and where I go, but you cannot tell whence I come and where I go. You judge after the flesh, I judge no man. Did y'all see that? Jesus said, You judge after the flesh, I judge no man. Verse 16 says, Now, now some some carnal people don't don't and y'all know y'all go talking to people, and y'all share this scripture. Uh, y'all gotta be careful how you say that because there's a lot of people walking around time. See, the Lord said, Don't judge. We're not supposed to judge nobody. That's not what I'm saying. We we are fruit inspectors. Come on, amen. <laughs> praise God. <laughs> we 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 have given we have God has given us the license to, to be able to to be able to uh to be a fruit inspector too. Amen. You know a tree by the fruit of bear, praise God. Amen. So we are fruit inspectors, so uh, don't 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 fall for that one. Amen. But 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 he's saying that he doesn't he don't necessarily have to judge people because the word is going to convict them by itself. Mm-hmm. Amen. The, the word itself, they don't follow truth. It, they automatically have sided with the devil. You'll see that in the minute, verse 15 says, you judge after the flesh. I judge no man. And, if, and yet if I judge, my judgment is true for I'm not alone, but I and the father that sent me. It is also written in your law that the testimony of two men is true. I am one that bear witness of myself and the father that sent me bear witness of me. It's a long read but it's a good read. Check this out. Verse 19 says, Then said they unto him, Where is thy father? They they began to uh, uh basically attack Jesus from the assumption of the natural. They they wanted to try to draw him into a debate in concerning an earthly father. See, they was trying to pair him with Joseph. Come on, y'all. Uh, you know, Joseph and Mary, they were trying to get him to to uh, to to try to labor him uh, in in the sense that if that, to say that that he was he was birthed out of, um, you know, that, that he didn't come from out of the lawns of Moses. I mean, out of the lawns of Joseph. They're trying to say that he was illegitimate. Right. Do you know that was that was what was going around? Amen. They were trying to say he was illegitimate. Uh the mama was uh Mary had a she had she was had a baby and they don't know and Joseph said it wasn't his he, he didn't he didn't um have sex with her. So th- that's all that was always in and you're gonna find that even in the rest of the text. So they was trying to put him in that light, but Jesus kept them on track with the fact that uh he he was uh uh the son of God. Watch what it says in the text. He they trying they try to draw him to the flesh, but he was trying to give them uh, educate them in the spirit. And verse number 19 said, Then said they unto him, Where is thy father? Jesus answered, You neither know me nor my father. <laughs> if you had known me, you would have known my father also. These words spake Jesus in the treasury as he taught in the temple. And no man laid hands, hands on him, for his hour he had, was uh, was not yet come. Then said Jesus again unto them, I go my way, and you shall seek me and shall find your sins. Where I go, you cannot come. He's using spiritual terminology. Mm-hmm because he's talking about them uh, uh, dying because of a sinful nature. And they're still trying to pit him with a lineage dealing with uh, in, the, in, the, in the natural lineage because they couldn't see in the spirit. Mm-hmm. So verse 22 says, Then said the Jews, Will he kill himself because he said, Where I go, you cannot come. Watch this. He said unto them, You are from beneath. I am from above. You are of this world. I am not of this world. Mm-hmm. Come on, y'all. I said the unto you that you should die in your sins for if you believe not that I am he you should die in your sins so that should answer the question uh, earlier mm. will Muslims go to heaven because they don't take Jesus as Savior well here's the thing about all people not just Muslims but all people right here in the text verse 24 said he said I said therefore unto you that you should die in your sins for if you believe not that I am He, you should die in your sins. Because what was the reason that we needed a Savior? We needed a Savior from. We needed a sacrifice. We needed a Redeemer because we uh, we we were born as sinners. Amen. So we it's not the fact that we don't we didn't need another prophet. We didn't need another Moses. We didn't need another leader. We didn't need some some great wonder one. No, we needed a We needed a uh, Redeemer. we needed a sacrifice that can wash away our sins for good so if they don't recognize that but that goes for all people Mm -hmm. Verse 25 says then said they unto him who art thou and Jesus said unto them even the same that I said unto you from the beginning I have many things to say and to judge of you but he that sent me is true and I speak to the world those things which I have heard of him and here's where it gets good listen we're close and we're gonna close they understood not that he spake to them of the father y'all see that they didn't know that he was talking to them about God then said Jesus unto them when you have lifted up the son of man then shall you know that I am he and that I do nothing of myself but as my father have taught me I speak these things he that sent me is with me the father have not left me alone for I do always those things that please him as he spake these words many believed on him then said said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, if you continue in my word, then are you my my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Good God Almighty. Y'all see that? Mm-hmm. And then now um and uh well well we can read this we we'll, and we'll this cause this is gonna be good too. Verse 33 says they answer him, we be Abraham's seed. Now, now they went all they went all the way past Moses. Mm-hmm. They went all the way back. <laughs> they went all the way back. They said, "But we be, we be Abraham seed, and we're never in bondage to any so they, so they 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 didn't want they didn't want to say Moses no more because if they would have said Moses then it would have been a bondage. <laughs> because the children of Israel went into the bondage under Moses. Right? you see what I'm saying? Moses Moses brought them out of bondage. So they so they so they tried to get slick and go all the way back to Abraham. Amen. So they're still in the natural though. They they answer him. We be Abraham's seed and were never in bondage to any man. How says thou, you shall be made free? Jesus answered them, Very, very, the I say unto you, whosoever commit a sin is a servant of sin, and a servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth ever. If the son therefore should make you free, you shall be free indeed. I know that you are Abraham's seed, but seek to kill me because my word have no place in you. I speak that which I have seen with my father, you do that which you have seen with your father. They answered and said unto him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said unto them, if you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. But now you see kill me, a man that have told you the truth, which I've heard of God. Now he tells them if his father is God, he said, he's telling them right here, which I've heard of God. This did not Abraham. You do the deeds of your father. Now let me ask you a question. Who Who is their father? Then said they to him. We be not born of fornication. We have one father. It, 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 so, and it, it says that he is a liar and a father, and he's a father of it, right? Uh, and the, the thing that uh, really puts a nail in the coffin, uh, y'all got to see verse 48. It said, Then answer the Jews, they still trying to trap him in the natural, and said unto him, See, we not well that thou art a Samaritan and has a devil? So, so, why would they call Jesus, Yeshua a Samaritan? That's a good question. Why would they call him a Samaritan? Remember, I keep telling I kept telling y'all that he was of mixed ethnicity. The mm-hmm. mixed ethnicity. And it and they still trying to compare him or or in the natural uh to so some people say, well, they use that terminology as Samaritan. that He was illegitimate. He didn't go to their schools. He didn't go to their training. So they try to make him no, no, it's the, it's the way they ask the question. They, they ask the question is now, you know, now, you know, you're Samaritan now. Come on. <laughs> That's what they try trying to say. They, they, they ain't saying it no other way. They said they didn't answer the Jews and said to him, say we not well that thou art a Samaritan and has a devil? Jesus answered, I have not a devil, but I honor my father and you do dishonor me. He didn't even deal with the question of Samaritan. He, he dealt with the question of the devil. Y'all see that? Verse 49, Jesus answered, I have not a devil. But I honor my father, and you and you do this honor me. And I seek not my own glory; there is one to seek and judge of. So, even if you go to, and we, we're going to stop here. Even if you go, to our ministry.
1: Listen, before we get out of here, let me pray, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. God, we thank you so much. Thank you for this precious word on tonight, Father God, that was shared by our very own pastor Todd Polite. Lord Jesus, continue to strengthen your people. God, let this word rest not only just on our minds, but let us hide it in our hearts, Lord Jesus. Let us meditate on it throughout the week. Let us go back through the scripture, Father God, and study even the more. Let us be like the Berean church in the book of Acts, that not just heard the word, but they went home and they studied over that same word that they heard while those men were turning the city upside down. Lord, give us that desire and God, fill us, Father God, with your Holy Spirit that we'll walk in your way and that we'll lean unto your understanding and not our own. God, we thank you now and we love you. In Jesus' precious name, give your people sweet sleep and a peaceful rest. In Jesus' precious name, I pray. Amen. Thank you all so very much. And remember, God is such an amazing, great, and awesome God. And you, my friend, you truly have been fearfully and wonderfully made God bless you all. Good night.
0: Thanks again for listening in to Planets Assemblies podcast. We appreciate you so much. If you'd like to donate to this ministry, you can do that by doing it through Cash App. That's dollar sign TLC ministry. Or you can send a gift of love offering to PO Box. That's 6017 Jacksonville, Florida, 32236. And just make sure you label it TLC. We love you. Be encouraged Till the next time.